Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I pray that you are having an amazing day wherever you are find yourself today that you are seeking God in all of your ways that you're acknowledging him and letting him direct your path. I have just been chilling at home today and it is a rainy day, which I absolutely love. It's like the perfect day to cuddle up with a blanket for me, my tortilla blanket. Shout out to my friend Anna. She got me that a few years ago for Christmas and when she bought it for me, I'm like, girl, you are never going to be able to top this gift because I love gifts and a tortilla blanket is such a Janice gift if you know me at all. That's a fact. And so I've been cuddled up in my tortilla blanket like a little burrito and reading my friend Alyssa Holt's book. And it's so crazy the timing of the Lord because I bought her book a few years ago. It's been on my shelf. And honestly, I forgot I even had it. I have so many books. It's kind of ridiculous. And I know I'm not the only one who has that. I won't even call it a problem, but who has that going on in their life. And so yesterday, I really felt it heavy in my heart to start reading her book. And I was like, did I even buy her book? Like, that's how long ago I've I've, I've how long I've had it and haven't read it. And so I'm looking through my books. And I'm like, Yep, I have it because obviously if God tells me to go read her book, I am going to have it. And so anyway, I get it out and I'm reading it last night and I am telling you the timing of the Lord is so perfect and I love when he does that, when he just brings things into our life at the right time to minister to our hearts. And so it's kind of been my day today. I made some homemade pizza and some cheesy garlic bread. It was yummy, yummy, yummy. And have been journaling and getting in the word. I've been in First Thessalonians today. I made myself a Big B mocktail, copycat mocktail, which is so good. And it has a Red Bull in it. So basically, I haven't blinked in four hours. So just kidding. And just been just sitting with the Lord and uh, just had a stirring in my spirit to hop on here and record. So we'll see what he has to say today. I've got a lot stirring in my heart and spirit. So Holy Spirit, have your way as I release whatever it is you want me to release over this podcast, but my prayer for you right off the bat is that you are encouraged, that God would strengthen you with might in your inner man, that you would know the riches of his love and his compassion toward you. And I love that his compassion never fails, that his mercies are new every morning, that his faithfulness is so great. And God has just been reeling me back in a lot in this season and reminding me of who he is and who I am in him and the purpose and call on my life and all of those things. And it's so easy to give in to distraction because we have a million things vying for our attention constantly, pulling us. And a lot of times we give in to that just because it's human nature to be doing something. And so God has really been teaching me in this season what it means to just be, to just be with him. And even last night, I was just the raw, real moment. I was like ready for bed by like nine something, which is unheard of for me, but it's getting darker earlier here in Southwest Michigan where I live. And so 
it was like, man, it feels later than it is. And I was like brushing my teeth, ready to go to bed. And I really felt like the Lord was like, you can go to sleep or you can stay up with me. And so I was like, well, obviously I'm going to choose to sit with the Lord. And so just had some things that I was wrestling with him about in my own heart. And I'm telling you, I was up to like one in the morning, just sitting with the Lord and praying and interceding for different people in my life. And I'm telling you, like, heart songs started coming out and I was just singing to the Lord and he was giving me visions for my future. And it's just such a beautiful thing when we take that time to seek him. And I love that his word promises us that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And we have to be willing to be quote unquote inconvenienced at times. You know, those times were like for me last night, honestly, I just wanted to go to bed. I was tired. I was mentally exhausted. And God was like, you can do that or you can stay up with me. And that reward is so much greater. And so that is what I chose to do. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And the beautiful thing is that the reward is him. The reward is more of his presence. It's being with him. And so many times we seek his hand and not his heart. And I am guilty of that. I will confess that to the world that I have done that so many times where it's like, I can imagine he's just like, wow, I haven't heard from you in a while. And when I hear from you, it's because you want something or need something, which praise God, he tells us to come to him with our prayers, with our supplications to make our requests known to him. But I don't want to be someone who only goes to him when I need something. I just want to be with him because I love him. And so he was just giving me such a revelation last night of what it means in greater depth to be the bride of Christ and to be someone who is ready and waiting for his coming because you may or may not know this, but he is coming back. He came once in the flesh and he's coming back again. That was one of the things that he told us before he ascended to heaven after the resurrection is that he was going to come back. He was coming back and that is a promise that we can hold on to. And I know the word says, you know, a day is as a thousand years, but God is not slack in keeping his promise. He is going to come back, but he is willing that none perish. And I just love watching the ways that the spirit of God is moving in the earth and the ways that people are just surrendering to him. There was just something that's been going around this week on social media. I think her name was Kat. I don't know. I'm not that like familiar with reality TV shows and whatnot, but from what I gathered, she was someone who had practiced witchcraft and was really heavy into the occult and she had given her life to the Lord, burned all of that stuff up, the spell books and everything, and just recently was baptized. And it's just such a beautiful picture of the heart of the father in the parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep, the, the parable of the lost son, that he is going to leave the 99 to find the one every time. And his heart is for the lost. He is willing that none perish. And so I want to encourage you, if you are praying for a loved one, if you are praying for someone who doesn't know the Lord, someone who maybe has walked away from the Lord, to keep praying, keep believing, don't give up. I pray that God would just release over you a tenacity to continue believing for their salvation. And I'm standing with you. I have a lot of people in my life who aren't living for the Lord, friends and family. And it's easy to get discouraged and just be like, does it even matter? Does Is my prayer even making a difference? It is. The Bible says that the, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Things are happening when you're praying. And that is one of the biggest lies of the enemy, that he has convinced God's people that your prayers don't matter and that they don't make a difference. That is a lie straight from the pit of hell because he knows that you have the power of life and death in your tongue. There's so much in scripture about 
prayer. And even I'm thinking about the church when they were at and and Lydia's home and they were praying for I believe it was Peter and guess what he shows up and she was in such disbelief Rhoda when she answered the door that she shut the door on him because she thought it must be a ghost but it was Peter he was released from prison and so I just love that (laughs) despite our unbelief despite our lack of faith that God answers prayer things shift in the spirit realm when we are praying and I want you to just so believe that and to the depths of your heart. I was just listening to a testimony yesterday and it was Miss Karen Wheaton. I love her. I had her daughter, Lindsay Doss on the podcast. You guys should go back and listen to that episode. It's one of my favorite interviews that I've done. Such a powerful testimony. And so her mom, Karen Wheaton, has what's called the Front Porch Friends. And so I love watching her videos. She releases every week. And on last week's episode or video, she had her mom and they were doing stones of remembrance and just marking places where her mother had really encountered God in different ways in her life. And there was one part of the story that I want to share with you, one part of her testimony that really stood out to me. And she was sharing about when she was younger and she was super sick and she had had a group of people that came and prayed for her. She did not get better. So another group of people came, you know, a few days later and they were like, can we pray for you? And she's like, I guess if you want to. She had no faith for it. She had, you know, she had already been prayed for, didn't see the the healing or the miracle. She was still sick. And so she just didn't have the faith for it. And God touched her and she had just this encounter with the spirit of God and she could just tangibly feel his healing virtue washing over her. And what she said felt like like an oil washing over her. And I've heard a lot of people say that they ex- have experienced that when they experience healing. And And I just love that she was candid and sharing. She's like, I didn't have the faith for it. I was like, yeah, I guess if you want to. Like, she really wasn't believing that it was going to happen. But I love that God doesn't move according to us. He moves according to himself and who he is. And he is a miracle working God. And I'm so thankful for the gospel books that they have captured some records of Jesus and his earthly ministry. And I love that it says in the book of John that if if we were to try to capture everything Jesus did on this earth and all the miracles he performed, there wouldn't even be enough books in the world to contain it. But I'm so thankful for the ones that are contained within our written word because it ignites faith in us. It ignites hope in us. It, it, it gives us the knowledge that God is a miracle working God, that he is a God who heals and redeems and restores and performs miracles. And I'm someone who believes that the gifts are for today, that miracles are for today. I've seen it with my own eyes more times than I can count. But I always fall back on the fact that the greatest miracle of all will always be salvation. And I think about how Jesus sent the 70 out two by two, and he gave them authority to go out and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, all the things. And they came back rejoicing because the spirits were subject to them. And I think sometimes we get excited. I mean, we should. We should get excited when we are doing what God has called us to do in the earth and we see breakthrough in the spirit realm and we see people get set free and delivered. And it's a beautiful thing to see someone be conveyed from darkness to light, to see someone get radically born again, to see someone get saved, to see somebody come out of the bondage of fear or torment or whatever it is that the enemy has tripped them up with in their life and find healing and wholeness from heartbreak and all the things. I've seen all of it. It's a beautiful thing, and we rejoice over those things, but I love that Jesus tells them right away, the greatest miracle of all is that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. 
Because really, we can get healed all the time. We can walk in full healing, wholeness in our body. But then if we get to the end of our life and we didn't know him, it was all for nothing because we're going to spend an eternity in hell. And that is a very real reality that a lot of people are teaching against now or not even talking about. And I love that my church has been doing a series called Controversial Jesus. And we've been talking about, our pastor has been preaching on controversial topics. And he taught one week on hell. And I'm so thankful for leadership that preaches the full counsel of God's word. Because we cannot pick and choose what we want to believe and live out of the word of God. It's it's true in its entirety and it's infallible. And so it's so important that we adjust our life and our beliefs to the word, not the other way around. And I am so thankful for his spirit and that he guides us into all truth. And so I'm so thankful for that. And I love just diving into the word of God and saying, Holy Spirit, what do you want to reveal to me? And this past week I had, well, a few days ago, I had just an honor, the honor and privilege of speaking to a group of women in Middlebury, Indiana. And it was such a beautiful night with the ladies and it was a potluck style get together. And then we did, they, they did like a gift exchange and I had shared a message that the Lord put on my heart for them. And I told the ladies, I said, y'all should be praising God. The Ada did not tell me this was a potluck because (laughs) they were all sitting around and sharing like their recipes and like, oh, who made this? And I like this and I don't like that or whatever. And just like doing what they do. And I was like, y'all would be sitting around being like, oh, Janice, where did you buy your potato chips from? (laughs) Which is kind of funny. And I told them, maybe God brought you guys into my life so you could teach me how to cook which I'm not really that bad. It's kind of one of those like under promise over deliver kind of things. So anyway, I just enjoyed being with them on Tuesday night though, and just loved spending time with them and releasing the word that God gave me for them. And that is just something that makes my heart come alive when I'm able to encourage the hearts of God's people and talk about the word of God and talk about the love of Jesus. It has completely transformed and changed my life. And one thing that I shared with them that I want to share with you is that I had, I said to them, listen, I have now been saved longer than I lived my life unsaved as of last year, kind of crossed that threshold, which is special to me. And so I have read the word of God multiple, multiple times through. I've heard many passages preached a million different ways because I'm someone who's not just a Sunday morning girl, Christian girl. Like I am in the word daily. I love watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and all the things. I want to be someone who's continually growing in my faith and knowledge of the Lord and growing in my relationship with Him and 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 all of that. And I think it's important that we're not only hearing the Word of God from one person. Obviously, we need to be cautious with that and listen to people who are sound in their doctrine. And so, but I love being able to just learn from different trusted voices. And so that's something that's really important to me. And one thing I shared with them is that no matter how many times I have heard a passage or read a passage, I ask the Lord, please give me fresh eyes to see and ears to hear what you want to reveal to me in this, because I never want the word of God to become boring or mundane or old hat to me. Like I want to read it with fresh perspective and say, Lord, what are you showing me now? And I love that God's word is living and it's active and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And so I'm so thankful for that. And that's just a prayer of, I guess, 
caution or word of caution and just a prayer that we can pray over ourselves so that we don't fall into a place of slumber or apathy toward the word of God. I want to be someone who reads his word and applies his word to my life, like the book of James says, to be a hearer and a doer of the word and to live out this life in the way that God has created us for. And I love that his will is that we know him. And that is one of the most beautiful things that we can be is just belonging to him. And I think about that, how many titles we have in life, whether that's mom, dad, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, friend, all these hats that we wear, employee, whatever. But the greatest title that we have is that we're his, that we belong to him, that he calls us his very own. And it's such a beautiful thing to walk in relationship with the creator of all things, to know that he has good plans for our life, to know that he is faithful that he is not just a promise maker, he's a promise keeper. And that's something that he really settled in my heart a few years ago. I was at a conference and down in Indiana and the speaker was asking, he just kind of opened the mic up and was like, what is God revealing to, to your hearts? What is he speaking to you? And, and it was just instant in my spirit that he's not just a promise maker, he's a promise keeper. And even as I've been reading this book that my friend Alyssa wrote, I highly recommend y'all go get it. It's hashtag unfiltered and such a good book. You can find it on Amazon or on her website. It's Alyssa Holt, A-L-I-S-S-A, Holt, H-O-L-T. Love her. Go follow her on social media. She is a voice I trust. I love that girl to pieces. She actually wrote the foreword for my first book. I love her. And so anyway, one thing she was sharing was just about how much we can like just kind of get in a place where we hear the promises of God all the time, but they always feel like they're far out and like they're never actually going to happen. Can we just be real for a second? It's like God has made all these promises and it's kind of in our mind, it's like someday far off, maybe we're going to hold on to it to keep our hearts filled with hope. But but we don't actually believe necessarily that those things are going to come to pass. And I was like, I have been there. Like the Lord has made so many promises to me. I've had so many prophetic words spoken to me and just in my own time with the Lord, because the reality is when we get prophetic words, it should be validating what we're already hearing from the Lord or sensing from him. And so God's going to confirm those words. I highly, highly, highly caution and encourage you to not receive every word that's spoken over you. That's a whole other thing. But I want to go back to what I was saying about how important it is that we really trust and believe that God is not a man that he would lie, nor the son of man that he would change his mind. What God has for you is for you and it will come to pass, period. So yeah, and now I'm going to circle back to the other thing I was talking about, about not receiving every word that's been spoken to you. That is so critical. That is so important because like we said, like I said earlier, like We have the power of life and death in our tongues, and sometimes people aren't using their tongue to speak life. We know the Bible says, let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is useful for building others up, that it would impart grace to those who hear. I'll be the first to say I've spoken so much death over to and about people in the past, and it's an area of my life that God has majorly redeemed and brought beauty to because I could spew out a lot of ashes and cut someone up one side and down the other. That's 
honestly, it's part of my testimony. I probably don't really talk about much, but very much if I had an opinion or a thought, like you would know it, whether it was nice or not. And so thank God for the fruit of kindness (laughs) that that is not who I am anymore. But just knowing that sometimes people aren't filtering their words through the word of God and through compassion and through kindness. And so I encourage you to do what the Bible says and guard your heart above all else because people are going to speak things over to and about you that are not in alignment with God's truth about you. And the Lord really brought that to my heart a few years ago because I am someone who, as much as I would speak whatever was on my mind, I would also receive whatever was spoken over me. And so, and I would take things to heart. Like, words are a very weighty thing for me. Probably one of the reasons I'm a, I love writing and doing all those things and that's just part of my anointing and calling but um yeah I would I would just I would take every word that was spoken over to me to heart and if it was not wrapped in kindness and compassion and truth like it didn't matter it was subtle in my heart and I would be so hurt and so offended and finally the Lord just said hey you know you don't have to receive every word that's been spoken and so I learned to not receive words, to reject them if they are not in alignment with his word and his truth and what he says about me or my life, then I just don't receive them. And it's easier said than done. And honestly, it takes training, you know, it takes practice to do that. But I've had situations where people will say things and I'm just like, I don't receive that. And sometimes I'll say it out loud and it may be a little shocking or whatever in the moment, but sometimes I have to do that for my own defense to just be like, no, I'm not going to let that word settle into my heart because if it bears fruit in my life, that's dangerous. It's dangerous for my mindset. It's dangerous for just the truth that I'm standing on. And I'm building my life on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ who only speaks truth. And so I'm not going to not going to let that settle in. So I don't know, I guess that was a little bonus thing there to not just to say to you to not receive every word to know what God says about you or your situation and to stand on that, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what everybody else is saying. If they have not filtered it through the Lord, and they're just spouting out whatever is on their heart and mind that's not been sanctified, you don't have to receive it. So I just want to encourage you with that. And I'm going to go ahead and close this out because I feel like I could just talk for like hours. My <laughs> road's like, oh, we, you know, the Bible says that we are all part of the body of Christ and we all have our different functions. And I'm like, I think I might be a mouth. I might be a mouthpiece for the Lord. I, I know for sure I am a mouthpiece for the Lord, but um, I definitely think that that would be the part of the body that is most fitting to me. I definitely have a gift of gab. But God is so good. I want to read this scripture in First First Thessalonians 2. And I just want to read this over you and then pray over you. It says, But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God. And so I just want to encourage your hearts to live a life that pleases God, to not worry about what other people think, to not be moved by the opinions of people, to not let the fear of man motivate you, but be motivated by God. Be motivated by what he is speaking over your life, what he has to say about you. Because it is so easy to give in to the enemy, to live a life that's based on the opinions of people and what people think we should be and do. And it's so important that we just live a life to please God And know that people aren't always going to agree with that, and that's okay. But ultimately, we're going to stand before him one day and give an account for our life. And I want to be someone, and I know you do too, who stands before him and says, God, I did everything you put me on this earth to do. I live a life, lived a life 
to please you, to honor you, to glorify you. People don't always like it, but it doesn't matter because my number one goal is to live a life that pleases you, not people. So I just wanted to throw that little nugget out there. Also want to say connect with me on social media at The Journey with Janice, my website, journeywithjanice.com. There's a lot of blogs and videos and content on there to encourage your hearts. I have some events coming up, would love to invite you to. So in November, I will be down in LaGrange, Indiana. And I would say if you're in the area, but even if you're not and you want to make the drive, come on out. We are doing the Unmuzzled Women's Conference on November 10th, which I am so excited about. God is going to move powerfully that night. I just have such a spirit of expectation for that night and what God is going to do. And I'm so excited for that. And then December 8th, I will be in Kendallville, Indiana for a holy and hilarious comedy night. I've had a lot of people asking, hey, when are you going to do a comedy night again? There you have it. Have some other ones in the works, but that is what I have set in stone at this point. So make sure you look for all those details on my website, journeywithjanice.com. Get your tickets, RSVP, all the good things. And please reach out to me if you want to talk about anything, if you need prayer. My heart really is to encourage your heart. And I never, ever want anyone to feel like they have to do life alone. So if you do not have a community of people or someone in your life who will pray with you, who will believe God's best for your life, please reach out to me. I would love to pray with you. I'd love to encourage your heart and the Lord and just for you to know that you're not alone. So let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for every single listener who will tune in to this episode. God, I pray that you would move mightily in their hearts and in their lives. God, I pray that they would be transformed by the renewing of their mind. God, I pray that every enemy lie that has been erected in their heart and mind would be completely uprooted, God, and replaced with your truth. God, I pray that we would be people who live our lives to please you, to honor you, to glorify you. And God, I pray for every person on this podcast, God, who doesn't feel like they have a good, solid community of believers surrounding them. God, I pray that you would bring that into their life. God, that they would have people who would champion them in the faith, people who would point them to you. God, I pray for every lonely and hurting heart on here, God, that you would encourage them, that they would feel you near, God. Your word says that you are near to the brokenhearted, God, and that you heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. So, Father, I pray that you would do that in their life, God. I pray that they would continually fix their hearts and minds on things above, not on this earth. God, that we would be people who live our life on purpose for the cause of Christ, and that we would live above compromise, Lord, that we would stand on the truth of your word, even when no one else is, God, that we would swim upstream, that we would do the things that you have called and commissioned us to do. And I thank you, God, that you've given us your power, your resurrection power, that you've given us authority, that you've given us the ability to live a life that is holy and set apart unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. 